If you're looking for the best horror, thriller, sci-fi and WTF audio fiction this side of the apocalypse, then you should listen to The Other Stories. With over 500 stories on the podcast feed already and news stories dropping every single Monday morning, The Other Stories is your new best friend. Check out The Other Stories today on any and all podcast platforms or head to theotherstories.net. After all, these aren't the stories your mother used to tell you. These are The Other Stories. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to the Horror Hangout podcast, where two bearded film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time. My name is Luke Condor with Kate, and I'm joined by my regular co-host, Mister Mister Ben Errington. How are you doing? I'm doing very You're well. Doing. How are you doing? I'm also doing quite well. Got a bit of a blocked nose. I'm not too sure why. If you can hear that, that right. Just nostril. breathe out of it, mate. Just breathe Pretty out close. of it. Just closed. Push it out. <laughs> When you uh, when you get a blocked nose, you kind of forget what it's like to not have a blocked nose, and then you think, "Well, I've not got a blocked nose. I'm not going to take it quite as for granted as I, I did think before." I've not had a clean nose for a decade. <laughs> not in terms like I think because my nose is a bit like angled, a bit weird, and I think there's like some some weird going on there. Something going on? Because Cat yeah. said like if she closes one of my nostrils when I'm asleep, mm. obviously she does this. She said, "When if she like pushes one of my nostrils shut, I'll, I'll wake up and like can't breathe. So one of my nostrils is just not functioning." Yeah, that's not good. No. Is it? Well, have you got like no, a devi- Have you got like a deviated deviated septum? I don't know. I remember going Poly- to the doctor's once. That's a mentioned to the doctor about it, and they said, "Yeah, you need to get that looked at." And then when I went to the doctor's for an appointment, he said, "Yeah, we're not going to do anything with that." <laughs> so. <laughs> But like, you need to get that looked at. Can you look at it? Well, no, no. I mean, I can, <laughs> but you need to make an appointment. This is an appointment. A future one. You need it, to make it, a future it one. It seemed like it's just too, too much hassle for him, I guess. Who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so how are you doing? Have we got any news? Uh, horror news this week. So there's a few bits and bobs that I've seen knocking a boot. Uh, so today... We officially got a poster for The Haunting of Bly Manor. So that's the sequel series to The Haunting of Hill House. And it says it debuts this fall, fall 2020. Um, So it's adapting uh, Henry James' psychological gothic horror novella, The Turn of the Screw. Um, 
but apparently it might include some other bits. Apparently it's, it's got, like a dozen. It's got some of the, the turn of the screw from... is only one of the a dozen stories they're telling, apparently. Sorry, what was that? Oh, okay. Got you. I was gonna say it's it's got the one of the characters from the first season, right? I think it's got a few of the characters. Yeah. So there's some screenshots and it looked like there's um the dad, uh the drug drug addicted brother, and then but it looks like some of it might be set in the eighties, so it might look like they're taking some of the characters. Oh no, wait, okay, here we go. Um We'll all be p- returning to play new characters. So everyone, pretty much. Um, okay. Oliver Jackson Cohen, Kate Siegel, Victoria Pedri, Hed- Henry Thomas. Um, I watched them um, yeah. t- today. YouTube recommended me to watch uh, Henry Thomas's audition for ET. Have you seen oh, it? Oh wow! No, I don't think it's so, so good. <laughs> it's only three minutes long. Um, and it's kind of they recreating a scene from ET. Uh, and Henry did he audition to be? <laughs> Elliot, or did he audition to be E.T.? Yeah. He, so he's like bawling his eyes out and he's acting like crazy good. And then as soon as he's done, Steven Spielberg's like, yeah, you got the you got the part, kid. Like, it's really sweet. Uh, I recommend anyone who wants a little bit of an uplift. Henry um, Thomas. We've discussed that man many a time on this podcast from Gerald's Game to what else? <laughs> many a time. And I've just I mean, that's it. He's in loads, he's in loads of stuff these days. Um, yeah, uh, I saw this bit of news and I thought it was quite exciting, but it's almost like a, a what if rather than an actual bit of news. Apparently <laughs> the directors of Scream 5 wanted to cast Samara Weaving in oh, the yeah. movie, but it won't work out because of scheduling problems, which is, that is a little bit of a chitter. That's a bummer considering how, what success she's had over the last couple of years. The fact having someone who's kind of a already a known face as sort of like the leading lady in a new Scream yeah, not could, only is she like, like um, as a new franchise. Yeah, go on. Not only is like uh, she been in lots of of these you know kind of horror films over the past couple of years, but I see her like in Facebook groups. People always when she comes up, it's like, oh yes, she is like a known quantity. Like people, I think will go to watch films with her in now. Like she's, no, definitely. Yeah, I was a bit she, unsure initially. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, definitely, she's she's awesome. So that's like kind of what if, bit of a bummer though, I guess. Um, what else? There was a trailer for a new Ridley Scott helmed sci-fi series called Raised by Wolves, which is coming to HBO, which I saw today. Oh, is that a um, TV show? TV show, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Sci-fi drama. So I guess not so much horror, but looks yeah. very, very interesting. Androids and sort of like the end of the human race and different and different planets and various different things. I won't go much more into it, but yeah, it looks like looks really cool. Looks really slick uh, and could be very interesting. Cool. Um, check that out. What else? Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot. Apparently there's going to be a reboot. Did you know? I didn't know. Uh, <laughs> so apparently Fede Alvarez is producing it. Um, he would be a good I, person to direct it. <laughs> that's what I thought, yeah. As soon as I read this, I was like, oh, is he directing it? Apparently they've lost. the directors have already left. And uh, oh. David Blue Garcia has been brought in to take their place. Not sure what he's done, but uh, when we did get like a a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie not so long ago, just called Leatherface, didn't we? Yeah, like I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't watch it. I don't think. Did you watch it? I mean, that's no, I didn't see that. Um, yeah, bit bit crazy that this is kind of happening. Oh wait, I've just thought of what, I've just thought of another thing that I thought we should probably discuss. Um, I would like to see the Fede Alvarez Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think he's mm. got that brutal kind of. 
way of making things look like they really hurt. <laughs> like in <their> breathing. <laughs> yes. It always looks really Ooh, painful. Yeah. Uh, so I saw this headline a couple of days ago. Um, uh, that there's going to be a planned theatrical reboot of The Exorcist. I don't know if you saw this knocking about anywhere. In the mean? works a for 2021. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be a remake or if it's just going to be a movie in the same. I don't know. A remake but apparently, yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's not much else about that apart from that. And then, and then, like the reaction to it, which I saw a lot of on Twitter. People going, leave the bloody classics alone. Um, I mean, there's probably no need to do. Yeah, to re- but I mean, that. like Suspiria. People were like saying yeah, similar things, point. and now it's out. They're like, "No, it's pretty good actually." <laughs> it's pretty it. good, yeah. Yeah, this is the thing. It's one of those things where, if it comes out and it's bad, it's like, "See, I knew yeah. it should have happened." Yeah. If, it came, if it comes out and it's good, it's like, "Well, probably worth it." Because a lot of people <laughs> say the same thing about remakes, which is, bad films should be remade. But then I'm like, "Yeah, but there's not enough of a draw to a bad film to then make yeah. have a remake of it be successful." It's the big, successful, well-known films that that get remade because they're going to draw a bigger audience, I guess. You can't win. You can't win. Can't win, mate. Um, but that is life. That is life. And the only other thing I thought we should discuss, because it's got some horror themes, I guess, is the trailer from Matt Reeves' The Batman, which oh, yeah. debuted at the DC Fandome this week, along with loads of other stuff. Suicide Squad stuff. Um, Wonder Woman 84, games, loads of crazy stuff. The, but the Wonder this Woman Batman thing, trailer was... I, when I was sent me the other day, they played the trailer for Wonder Woman 84, whatever it's called. Not this new new trailer, but What's the other one. And I was like, this music is amazing. <laughs> that, yeah. you know, it's, um... At the end of the trailer, it says, coming June 2020. And I go, oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, the... yeah, the music is like, it's just, yeah. What is it? It's how does it feel? Like but it's, it's done like super epically. I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, it's got like a cinematic, like it's got a cinematic remake with like orchestra and strings and, yeah, and loads like, of stuff. my head along. In, uh, yeah, in but cinema. I, was, I wasn't sure what we were going to see of Batman. Obviously, there was a lo- like a treatment slash logo revealed a few days ago. Um, but apparently only 25% of the film has been shot at this point. Obviously, production was halted uh, earlier this year. So it seems like a really well-rounded sort of fleshed-out trailer, considering this twenty-five percent of the film has been shot. Well, now these because I I was like, it's it's a pretty cool trailer, but there doesn't seem to be any set pieces. But maybe that's mm. all the kind okay. of stuff that will get filmed later on. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know about you. I, initially. I was like, oh, Nirvana, Nirvana just felt a little bit like don't know if it's suited. I think it's going back to nineties vibe because it's got the sort of seven. Mm. Uh, it's it's definitely got the seven vibes definitely got like the psychological thriller vibes felt like to me very year one um yeah, batman even yeah. though apparently so apparently, so apparently it's year two of batman so he's been around so he's obviously got a working relationship with the gcpd at this stage um but yeah i guess it all centers around uh robert patterson as batman and when he absolutely beats the living hell out of somebody yeah <laughs> i saw a lot of backlash about uh, him looking very emo and young and that kind of thing that I don't yeah. know, I think he'd be fine I mean there's been so many Batman at this point there's no point in being precious, there'll be another one in a couple of yeah, years so. it is like that, 
and I just I just love all these characters. I love this world. So no matter what it is, game, film, TV show, animated TV shows, like I'm always always hyped to delve back into that world and see someone else's take on these characters you know because obviously we've seen so many versions of all these characters now now it's just like right what new can somebody do that still kind of feels classic and one of the things obviously is colin farrell as the penguin which just seems kind of mad doesn't it (laughs) it seems kind of mad um because obviously he looks nothing like colin farrell look look i guess you could only identify him by his dental records if there was (laughs) if there was a uh if there was an accident on set so yeah this all looks this all looks good i'm sure it'll be it'll be great i love the fact that the logo is in red and that there's lots of red in the film yeah was with the year one was the year one graphic novel quite red I think well i like the cover was red wasn't it i think yeah. the rest of it was was no, um no black and white i think it was black and white was there's a lot of stri- striking yellow as well yeah but yeah the yeah. fact that the fact that robert pattinson in year one obviously the batman's quite slight He's he's a like a a whippet of a yeah. man. I guess Rock Patterson looks a bit more like that. I mean, I mean, he's complete opposite to the bulking brick shit house of Batfleck. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, I mean, if you look at like Conor McGregor fighters like that, they're brick shit houses, yeah. but they're they're kind of you know very small, like live yeah. um, brick shit houses. <laughs> yeah, wiry. And just yeah, uh, shit brick houses, shit yeah. brick houses. Uh, yeah, so I'm very interested. Obviously, Matt Reeves, the Planet of the Apes movies, which are great. So should be really interested to see what he does with this. And the Riddler, you know, I just keep forgetting when I was watching the trailer. I was like, oh yeah, the Riddler's in this. Oh yeah, and Catwoman. Oh yeah, and Penguin. Jesus. Yeah, Paul Dano as well. He's pretty much fantastic in everything. Paul Dano, yeah, I think he will be very great. And I just already like the little voiceovers with the riddles yeah what was the riddle it was um what does a liar do no what what does what does it what does it say what does a liar do when he dies yeah he lies still yeah i think I, oh well sorry i think that was the answer he lies still i think i just saw a lot of people work it out from the little yeah from the little code matrix thing yeah yeah so i'm pretty pretty excited pretty hyped for that there we go i there uh we go. also just Quickly, the James Gunn Suicide Squad thing. I'm quite excited about that. I like it when James Gunn is being irreverent, like um, mm. with Super. Uh, I'm hoping this is more punky and more irreverent than Guardians of the Galaxy, even though you know I do love that film. But um, I'm kind of. I would like to see James Gunn doing going back to like Sliver type of like a yeah. a funny good horror movie. In the same way, I'd like to see Sam Raimi do it, and so I'd like to see Peter Jackson. Go back to his sort of horror roots. There's something mm-hmm. quite interesting about because Sam Raimi, when he went back to Drag Me to Hell, that worked so well. Um, yeah. yeah, it would be nice. I mean, sometimes these directors go like full circle, don't they? When they realise they've exhausted certain other genres. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Suicide Squad looks mad. Looks like they've sort of pulled every small character from the Suicide Squad <laughs> comics. Everyone who's some of them seem pretty mad. Some of them I've never heard of. Yeah, quite a few I've never heard of. I've never really, I've never really <laughs> yeah, read much yeah. DC stuff. I've read a few yeah. Suicide Squad volumes, but not loads. Cool. Have you, uh, so you said you've been watching a lot of movies. I've watched tons. Um, a lot of, lot of movies. I mean, I just quickly pick some out. So Wish Upon, 
um, which was a movie that came out a couple of years ago that um, is about a girl who gets like a Chinese wishing box or something. Um, and this is a bad film. <laughs> I mean, it's it's almost like <laughs> it's almost watchable because of how weird the characters sort of are and the way they talk to each other. Um, like, yeah. so the idea is that uh, you wish for something and then you pay a blood price. If someone dies, some close to you dies, that kind of thing. The thing is, like, when this girl realizes that terrible things are happening, like, she just continues to use it as if, like, there doesn't seem any any lessons yeah. learned in it at all. Um, and it's got some ridiculous dialogue. There's a guy who, <laughs> what do you say? Oh, uh, they're talking about multiverses for some reason. And then he's, like, amazed that she knows what a multiverse is. Says something like, "Oh, you, oh, you dig on <laughs> oh, multiverses," yeah. as if that's like, a, a, I don't know, like a, a hobby. Yeah, you're I, suddenly, uh, you're suddenly hot. <laughs> um, rewatched Mandy, oh. which um, okay, uh, again, it's it's a uh, we watched it quite late, and I was really struggling to keep my eyes open at the end, just because it's such a a, a slow, doomy, grungy film. Um, but it is mm. it is great, and I do really like it. It's just. At that time, a struggle. I would, I wouldn't mind watching it again because I've only seen it once, and I think I saw it around about when the hype train was fully engaged. So it'd be nice to watch it again with a little bit more of a open mind. I remember quite. I remember enjoying it though. Yeah, uh, rewatched Dave Made a Maze uh, just because I got the Blu-ray, um, and I really enjoyed that film last time. Watched it quite I still recently. Still need to see that, man. I still need to see that. I really should. Get around to it. I mean, it, it's um, just a low-budget, fun, really inventive film. Like some of the stuff they made. Like I watched the the, the making of. Um, I've talked about this on the show before, but it's about a guy who, while well, his girlfriend's away for the weekend, and when she gets back, she finds that like a, a massive cardboard boxes in the living room, and her boyfriend's yeah. inside, and it's like a <laughs> inside like a labyrinth. It just gets weirder and weirder as you go deeper inside. But I watched the making of, and they used like. A ridiculous amount of cardboard to make all of the <laughs> yeah, stuff. Fair. Like it's unbelievable. Uh, yeah. it's, it's definitely worth watch. Um, carried on with my Sion Sono uh, exploration and watched Love and Peace, which is about a guy who wants to be a rock star who has a pet turtle. Uh, who he flushes the pet turtle because he gets bullied about it. And then his turtle goes into the series and starts growing into a kaiju-sized monster. Um, and okay. The, uh, the the more he grows, uh, the the more success he has. So he becomes like a rock star, and, a, and then at the end, <laughs> it's like a kaiju turtle. And Santa's in it as well. It's an insane film. What's this called? What's um, this called? Love and Peace uh, by Sion Sono. Been watching more of Werner Herzog. So I watched Agiri, the Wrath of God. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In about three okay. three parts yeah. because uh, it's a, I don't I don't know it's, I was watching it too late again, kept falling asleep. <laughs> um, I just find this film really pe- weirdly peaceful, like really really like calming. That's and, that's uh, the Wrath of God. That's the one set in ah uh, this with the really distinct looking lead leader man, isn't it? Yeah, Klaus Kinski. So it's the yeah, one where it. he what's, what's this Klaus Kinski been in? Nosferatu. It's Corral, yeah, yeah. though. I think Nosferatu is probably the one. He's a really weird-looking guy. Um, Very weird. But there's a, this like is the one you... where he threatened to leave. Um, yeah, like Spanish conquistadors looking for 
El El Salvador. That no. Yeah, they're looking for some, where the gold is or something. Um, El Dorado. El Dorado. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Klaus Kinski was like threatened to leave or walk off the set like three weeks into filming, and then uh, Werner Herzog <laughs> threatened to kill him. <laughs> yeah. You know, threatened to murder him. Oh, and then oh, he stayed. <laughs> yeah. And then watch Splice. But, uh, yeah, what about you? Oh, I saw Inception yesterday as well, but everyone's oh, seen yeah. Inception. Everyone's seen Inception. Oh, oh, yeah, so I went to see the 10th anniversary screening of Inception as well. It was nice to hear the on a yeah. on a big screen. Oh, actually, is that just in the trailer, actually? I don't know if it I is. I think it's just in the trailer. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a good fit. I mean, I picked up more this time watching it than I did previously. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a great movie. So, yeah, I've watched a few things, but I don't know if I've... I'm pretty sure I haven't talked about them on the podcast because I, wa- I haven't watched anything for a while. So I watched The Monster Squad this week. Um, oh, wow. Is, I, it, I, is I that the last week, actually. 80s, 90s film? So that's like the 1987. So it recently oh, turned... Kid. Turned what? It was his birthday recently. Yeah. It came up. I saw on Twitter, film Twitter, was kind of going crazy about it being his birthday. Um, so I watched it. And I watched it with my daughter because I've kind of been intru- introducing her to horror films that are still kind of like kid friendly. But yeah. it got about halfway through, and she was like nuzzling into my armpit. Oh. And felt that she was a little bit scared. Yeah. I think it was the Wolfman more than anybody else. So there's actually a pretty good transformation with the Wolfman, where he's in like a phone box, and it's pretty gruesome. Like obviously the, the mummy, the Dracula, the Frankenstein, Frankenstein's monster, they're all kind of basic looking standard. What's yeah. what you would expect. Like universal monster looking universal yeah, monster, yeah. but the Wolfman was pretty damn effective. It's, and, it's uh, weird this... the things that you remember. Cause I, I've not seen that film since I was a kid, but I remember loving it and watching it over and over again. I remember something to do with like takeaway drinks <laughs> Like maybe someone gets like a pe- they use it the straw of the pea shooter, or they're like, oh, he does a spit take. Someone does a spit take. Wow, that's a weird memory to pluck out of nowhere. <laughs> I haven't memory. thought about that for like thirty years. Someone does a spit take in that, like a a genuine. Yeah, they're drinking a drink in the. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, I can't remember. <laughs> I honestly can't remember. But but the thing is, because I was kind of watching, but also trying to like maintain. Megan's like fear okay. like just, are you okay is everything yeah. alright you're not scared of this bit you can hide from this bit and I also had to explain to what a virgin was because there, there's a lot of talk of virgins in this film they need a virgin to break this curse yeah but they're all kids Megan's like what's, what's a virgin yeah they're all kids so they need a they get like one of their sisters to because it needs to be a, it needs to be a young lady Megan was like what's a virgin I just said someone who hasn't had a baby yet <laughs> well there you go yeah so, yeah you're not wrong. Uh, yeah, that it was. <laughs> I used to watch it so much as a kid. It was still pretty scary. Um, it didn't kind of blow me. It wasn't like I had a massive nostalgia trip with it. I was kind of like, yeah, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and the only other thing really I've seen because I've been watching some TV shows, so but nothing, nothing worth talking about in this podcast really. I did see an American Pickle, the Seth Rogen oh, HBO okay. Max, yeah, yeah, comedy. Um, fish out of water style comedy where um, a guy gets pickled and then yeah. wakes up a hundred years later, goes and meets his great grandson. Um, it's a really, really silly film, but like it knows how silly it is. So it doesn't at any point feel like it's taking itself too seriously. There are some really good gags that I, I mean, I laughed out loud at least three or four times. So that was good. 
maybe in like the final act, I kind of lost interest a little bit. But other than that, it was solid. I liked it. Uh, and really, the only other thing I've watched is Splice. Because I've just had a couple of busy weeks where I've not been watching quite as much stuff as usual. And in fact, Did you I think watch, I had eight... um, Project Power? You know that new Netflix no, film? No. Okay. I haven't seen that yet. I've added a few things to my Netflix. I list. have beat it. Don't worry about it. Don't, don't bother. <laughs> don't, don't bother. So I haven't actually seen a film in eight days, which is probably the longest I've gone without watching a film. Definitely this year. Who knows what's going on, mate? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but I'll, I'll break the record tonight, I think. I've got Interstellar lined up for tonight. I'm, I've I've not watched too many horror movies, so I've, I'm getting that sort of hankering to just yeah through a load. Um, probably go back and show this soon and um, do a, do a round round of yeah, horror movies. Yeah, I've still got, I've, do a big old round. I've still got some on my list for this month that I need to crack on with. I saw Peninsula has been released, so the sequel to Train to Busan. Um, I think it's in like US and Canadian cinemas and I guess it's in Asian cinemas as well. But yeah. I don't know anything about a UK release yet. I've been kind of having a look about it. So if anybody does know anything about a UK release, let me know because I'm gagging, gagging and gasping to see it. Yeah. Cool. So, um, and then Splice, which came out in 2009, which I was quite amazed to see. I thought it was way more recent than that. Uh, yeah, I think I think I was the same. Yeah, it didn't feel. And uh, have you seen it before? Yeah, quite a while ago, around two thousand nine. <laughs> around two thousand nine. I, I, so I think I, I think I've only seen it once before, and I yeah. guess it was around about two thousand nine, maybe a little bit later than that, because I don't think I remember seeing it at the cinema. Uh, okay, so Splice is a two thousand nine science 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 fiction horror film, directed by Vincenzo Natale, starring Adrian Brody, Sarah Polly, and. Delphine Shinyak. Uh, the story concerns experiments in genetic engineering being done by a young scientific couple who attempt to introduce DNA into their work of splicing animal genes. Human DNA, sorry, into their work of splicing animal genes. Yeah. Um, IMDb 5.7. 76% of Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, critic score. I think the, the user score is like 36. Letterbox 2.6. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I get the feeling that this film isn't held in, you know, that much favor. Yeah, it's kind of weird though, because when I posted that I was watching it on a on a few few social media, well, mainly Twitter, I think. A yeah. few people said, "Oh my god, I, I used to love this film," or "Oh my god, that film's crazy," or "That film's sick, sick," <laughs> something along those lines. I think it's a film uh, that just pushes certain buttons that some people are not comfortable being. Yeah, I think it's pretty memorable for some people, though. I think there's obviously a specific part of this film that a lot of people <laughs> remember. Yeah. Um, can I just mention one thing about this film, which kind of blew me away? I don't know if you noticed this, um, and that was Adrian Brody's wardrobe. Adrian, like the <laughs> wardrobe department for Adrian Brody, <laughs> went ham. It was like a cross between Jared Leto in like mid two thousands, thirty seconds to Mars. Yeah. Especially with the hair. Um, slash like um, what's I don't the know, maybe like astrologist Ricky Wilson from Kaiser Chiefs yeah astrologist what's his name what Brian, is his name uh, Brian Cox Brian Cox I was getting Brian, Brian Cox. Cox vibes so he had like a, at one point he had like a uh, a lab coat with like it's patches astrologer. on <laughs> astrologist he's a one of them astrologists isn't he like uh, what's his name 
can't remember anyone's <laughs> name today. Um, so he had like a lab coat with like patches sewn on. Um, he had like a waistcoat over a t-shirt at one point. He dressed like me when I was 19 in a lot of these scenes. Yeah. Like when I was kind of like into indie music, but also metal music. And I couldn't quite decide which, which look I wanted to go for. <laughs> which strike. Chains hanging off things. Yeah. yeah. Striving for, <laughs> striving oh for god! I, here's a horror movie. Did you watch the new Corey Taylor song music video? Hell yes, I sure did. The one that came out like today or something. Oh what? The black and blue. Yeah, is that yeah? Whenever that is that come out today? Is or it like sp- a like a ballad, or no, is mate, it? I could not stand it. Yeah, no, it wasn't the the anthem type one. It was the okay. the ballad one. Oh, ah, yeah. no, I haven't. I haven't seen that one. I've seen CMFT and kind of obsessed with it. <laughs> <laughs> initially i was like nah but now i'm like yeah i mean it's I mean, way too long but it feels like a, like a wrestling entrance music song definitely yeah yeah but this new one is like i remember Corey taylor ripping the piss out of nickelback at one point in time this feels like him his apology uh, <laughs> oh, no. yeah it's not it's not good yeah it, looks, it does seem like he's just just gone like gone crazy off the end of the spectrum off the end of the cliff um, into just anything. He's just doing anything. It's like, doesn't matter what genre it is. Yeah. To be fair, Stone Sour has, has been a bit wet on occasion. Yeah, I think this looked like the first couple of albums and I didn't really, didn't really follow from there. I think he's always kind of had that in him. Yeah. Maybe it's well, like an outlet. I mean, I mean like, uh, Bother is like, you know, the yeah, Stone Sour Mellow song, but that was good. That was, that was very good. That was about someone who died, wasn't it? So that was, oh. if it's a bit wet, you're kind of like, yeah. Like <laughs> Other wet songs, just like, I love you so much. Just shit like that. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> what were we saying? Um, I don't know. Uh, people people like this Oh, yeah. People like this film, yeah. And I think I've always kind of thought, oh, yeah. that's. It always feels like, oh, yeah, that's one I definitely want to watch again. Um, it's a very strange one. It kind of devolves by the by the final like 15 minutes into into a completely different film yeah yeah i know what you mean it's a very strange one um i i get that it's a, a sort of a frankenstein movie um mm. but i don't remember frankenstein ever having sex with a monster <laughs> well is that in any of the sequels <laughs> i don't know maybe um, it's a really it's got some really weird themes like obviously it's just some really weird themes because it films like there's a lot of themes of like parenthood. Yeah, that's the major one. Like the, the whole like bringing one, up yeah. bringing up a baby and and the struggles with your other half when you're bringing going through yeah. those times. Playing uh, like obviously there's stuff like like playing God and stuff, but when it kind of takes this particular turn, it is quite a sinister turn where it makes me see a, a character that I've seen in one light almost as like the the good guy in this film because Sarah Polly's character is a bit like she's a bit unhinged and she's taking the risks and yeah, yeah. doing things that's gonna doing things that's gonna really affect them and treating treating Dren like an actual child. But she she goes like Kathy Bates at one one point. Like she mm. and but like it kind of comes out of nowhere. Um yeah. I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. It, it's it's a weird it is an un, it's a weird one. It's an unsettling <laughs> one and it's a bit like Dirty. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit dirty because I, I just kept thinking, even though Dren in this instance has grown into an adult, how old is she really? Oh god, because I didn't think about that. <laughs> only been around for a few months. 
Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it reminds me a bit. <laughs> what's the What's the Greek myth where someone has sex with their mum? <laughs> I can't think of words of anything tonight. It reminds me a bit of that, but like I guess flipped on its head, in a way. I don't know. I mean, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, what's, what's the director's name? Natalie. Vincenzo Natalie, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, so Cube was the the big one for him initially, I, I reckon. Um, and that's a cult. That's a firm cult favorite film. Like it's yep. it's solid. It's cuboid. It's got like <laughs> it's cuboid. The, the gore gags, and it's like a, a really sort of an interesting, cool movie. Um, this probably, I mean, I get a sense that he likes making like more cult films. Like he's, it seems to be more his his bag. After this, there's also in the tall grass that he made. Um, Oh yeah, the Stephen oh, King adaptation, yeah. which I didn't think was, I felt like it was really messy. The more I think about it now, this film feels kind of messy at times. It seems to not quite know what yeah. it's doing. Like Cube was solid. Like you, he's yeah. struggled to think solid of anything wrong with Cube. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Splice needs another character. It needs a character who's like, you know, like kind of like their boss. Essentially, you've got their boss, and then you've got like the other guy who's kind of like overseeing things. The brother. It needs some... have had, What if they had they had another kid already, and like that kid was like, yeah, you know, they oh. could be if she was like looking after the uh, her little yeah. baby sister or, or whatever, uh, they could be like. Uh... I think it needed like a true antagonist, like a true character who was there to either mess things up or kill Dren, like when it came down to it, or or like really really get to the bottom of it. And you, as I said, you kind of had a character who was like that, but I think it needed a bigger threat. Yeah. Because it felt like obviously the threat was coming from within this sort of like family unit. But I just feel like it needed something else. It felt, it, for me, it felt like it, something was missing. I know what you mean. Yeah. So, I mean, so who we got? So, um, Adrian Brody and Sarah Polly play these two scientists, Clive and Elsa. Um, and they work, I mean, I'm just, Kind of pulling this out of thin air. They work for <laughs> some sort of big pharma company that needs to make certain drugs. Um, and the way to you get know what the company's drugs... called as well. Nerd, right? The company. Nerd? The company's called Nerd. <laughs> nerd. Nucleic <laughs> Exchange Research and Development. It's like, could you not come up with something else? <laughs> nerd. Okay. Yeah. It's... So they're obviously doing various experiments, aren't they, to try and develop certain proteins that it's interesting that they won't be used to make these proteins we need to make tongue monsters we need to make yeah. like these weird blob, organs blob men. blob men yeah turds living turds <laughs> yeah um i mean how did it start so uh it says fred fred is a what are they what are they called the tongue monster things I think they're called, so here it says vermiform, which is something that's shaped like a worm. Um, but it's mm. like a dog-sized vermiform creature intended as a mate for their female specimen who's called ginger. So obviously they've spliced various animal DNA to make these hybrids, which are going to be experimented on and used for, uh, and used medicinal, medicinally yeah. to make these proteins which are used to combat man, uh, human, human viruses and diseases diseases i guess yeah um yeah so it obviously but then 
there's an initial bit where they kind of introduce Fred and Ginger and these are these kind of weird blobby things, but then these weird tentacle slash tongue odd things come out and they what do they do when they kind of touch? They say they're shake hands. <laughs> they're shaking hands. What do they say they're doing? They say like, oh they're, they're um I don't know. Uh, they're not mating, are they? I don't think. Copying, patterning, doing something weird. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I kept, th- I kept thinking, like, I properly misremembered this film, but I was like, one of those is going to rip the other one into shreds. <laughs> and I yeah. was like, oh, no. not yet, not yet. Yeah, when that does happen, that's very gory. I do not, did not remember it being quite yeah, that explosive. Brutal. Yeah, absolutely brutal. I guess it's just big um, sacks of blood or something. So, yeah, it's pretty terrifying. Though I was, sc- I was scared. I'd be scared if there was a creature like this. Yeah. Milling about a living turd, which had like a weird spine. It's got like a weird spiky thing that comes out, isn't it? Yes. I like it. Uh, so they're doing quite well. I think they are the best at making vermiforms, I imagine. Uh, yeah. And they were like, we could make better ones with human DNA, but they're not allowed to because it's unethical. Mm. Um, and is that, that point, I think they're saying we're going to leave and we're going to go independent. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Or something, but we can't because all their research is tied up with nerd. Um, mm. But then, um, I guess they just make. I don't know what do they do. She, oh, Elsa just makes. She starts to starts a new batch. Yeah. So they start pursuing their essentially pursuing their own agenda in private, um, developing like something. And there's like a, a compilation, not compilation. What were I thinking of? Where it's like a, <laughs> it's just like them doing all the science. Quit do this over there. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah. Oh, I've done that quality bit of science. He's doing that bit of science over there. We're both doing a bit of science. <laughs> bit of science it's like montage. A lovely yeah. Montage. That's the word I'm thinking. I can't think of words tonight, Luke. You're going to have to help me. It's going to draw my brain. Montage. There's a lovely <laughs> science montage where I think, doesn't Clive say something along the lines of, nah, I can't be doing that, Elsa. And she kind of just goes ahead and does it anyway. Like they want, they've basically yeah. made, they've done some, something's worked and they're like, right, we're going to put this into an egg. Um, We're going to inseminate an egg with this, thing yeah and he's and the clothes like nah nah i can't be doing that can't be doing that but else just like yeah fuck it let's see what happens yeah so she's like we won't we won't make it go full term we'll just see what happens 
um, see what we, we've created. Always like you way. never know when you press when you press the button, you never know what's actually going to come out. It could be anything. You know, just see what happens. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then what happens is, is well, it's like a, a black amniotic sac, and this thing is sort of growing within it in a fish tank. In a fish tank. Um, yeah. And they're kind of trying to hide it. I think they're going about the the job as per normal. Uh, there's one yeah. bit where, oh no, this is a bit later on, uh, but we're introduced to Adrian Brody's brother, who's who's got the same hair. Yeah, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's like they've gone right. These guys look nothing alike. How are we going to make the audience know that they're brothers? Let's yeah. give them exactly the same Jared Leto, 2005, <laughs> 30 Seconds to Mars haircut, and then people are know. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, well, it worked. Weird. It worked. Um, so the the thing comes to term like really, really quick, uh, like within a couple yeah. of a couple of days. Accelerated or age. Yeah. It just it just ages ages real quick. Like a like a what Tamagotchi? Do they age quick? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think they age quickly. Yeah. People. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, there's one point where it starts to it's like being born. And what's the name? Shoves a hand in there. I can't remember why. I would not be shoving my hand into some oh. un- nondescript creature. Yeah. Um, and then it's kind of, it like gra- grabs onto her or something. Mm. A little moped going by. <laughs> Pizza delivery on its way to you. Grabs her hands. It's trying to shake a hand. Look, these things love shaking hands. <laughs> um, and she's like, I don't want to, I don't want to shake your hand. Uh, so they kind of cut it out. There's like uh, like golden syrup in there for some reason. Mm. <laughs> They're like, we've, we've made golden syrup. Um, mm. It's a byproduct. <laughs> Very complicated <laughs> way of making it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, this thing kind of looks like the thing from Life. Did you see Life? Uh, uh, I, I, I like that film. I think that was yeah, pretty good. Yeah, me good. too. Yeah. Ooh. It was good. and had a very, very scary monster. And it kind of looked a little bit like that, this did. It was just a bit... Yeah blobby a bit clear and flappy uh, <laughs> best way to describe it so they get it out and they kind of don't they think it's like died at one point but then it's kind of like split out of what is like a cocoon and yeah something a creature has come out in there and the only way to describe the creature that comes out is like uh like a kangaroo <laughs> yeah. like kangaroo legs with like a little kiwi body yeah and a funny little that reads weird flat face Rat- rodent like face very rodent yeah very rodent hairless yeah. and pink very freaky I was proper freaked out by this it was just running around smashing into things uh, wobbly and like the wobbly legs what was it like when a calf is ba- born bambi legs yeah yeah bambi legs that's it that's what I meant <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like slipping around on ice going mental and obviously they do want to they're, they're like alright we're going to kill it we're going to gas it Adrian Brody's like, I'm going to gas it. We've gone too far. We've created a monstrosity. I'm going to gas it. But Sarah I mean, Polly. A monstrosity. I mean, if you looked at what you made before with the vermiforms, I'd look at them and go, yeah. they need to be dead. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this thing looks like a, like a Pokemon. Like they could sell these to kids. Yeah. But they would. it'd only be a few weeks before it's a horny woman. <laughs> That's <laughs> <my> first... <laughs> yeah, we have to put them down before that, obviously. Yeah. It's like um, like people get micro pigs, but micro pigs end up massive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They don't end up micro forever, mate. Don't no. be micro forever. Um, so this little thing they give it a name, Dren. I can't remember why they do that. 
Uh, it's mirrored backwards. So obviously, like a little bit later when it's grown, when it's grown a bit more. I don't really know how long it's been. Um, oh yeah, so obviously Adrian Brody was going to gas it, but then Sarah Polly takes off her mask and says, "Don't gas it. We're going to let it grow a bit. See what happens." She's just so curious. She just wants to see what happens. Yeah. And then obviously it's growing quite fast. And when it's more humanoid, it's wearing like a little kid's dress, which is weird. It kind of just looks like a normal girl with a slightly flat sort of symmetrical weird face. Um, yeah. and, and it happens to have a tail and kangaroo funny legs. Uh, but yeah, she, they, call, they name her Dren because she spells out nerd um, after seeing the letters on Elsa's shirt. And she kind of just looks it upside down and says, we'll call her Dren. I'm like, give her a name a little bit more fault than that. Dren. Why would you call her Dren? That's, a, Dren. that's not a good name. Lazy, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the, she, the way she sort of, she doesn't talk. She's getting smart, this little girl. She doesn't mm. talk, but she kind of like uh, chirps like a bird. Chirps, coos. Yeah. Yeah, very freaky. Um, so I wasn't that freaked out by Dren at this point, but it does take a turn where you do think. Um, so basically, Elsa is forming like a motherly bond with Dren, where she's like reading her stories before she goes to bed, and I guess her her like intelligence is growing at such a such a rate as well. Um, yeah. But all, all this time they've kind of been neglecting Fred and Ginger, and they've got to do like a big presentation of their work at some like what is it conference slash it's just like a presentation about about the vermiforms um and while they did a presentation with all their superiors around and obviously i guess investors and everyone in the front row and that they bring fred and ginger out and just before they're about to like bring the glass down i was like going keep the glass up don't there's something wrong something wrong yeah and they they just rip each other to shreds and it's Pretty horrific. You very, can't very see what's going bloody. on because it's blood splattered against the the glass, and then it yeah. knocks over and explodes. Yeah, and like everyone in the first, like it's like a theme park <laughs> ride, <laughs> like they're in a splash yeah. zone. Everyone in yeah. the first three rows yeah. gets completely covered in blood. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean it is brutal, and obviously their boss is utterly fuming as you would be. <laughs> um, but I guess what they failed to notice was that um, Ginger had spontaneously changed to a male. So yeah, there's I obviously mean, something. They kind of look like nut sacks. So yeah. how I would always assume they were. Wait, well, I would always assume they were male. I guess by looking at them, you <laughs> never know. You never know. You never know. When you look at a nutsack, usually that's a male nutsack. <laughs> it's a female nutsack. These guys. That's a female nutsack. Um, but yeah, so obviously quite a savage end for Fred and Ginger, one that was like pretty terrifying. I'm surprised they kind of get to keep their jobs. I think they do, don't they? Yeah. You think I mean, you've probably got nah. lots of YouTube views or something. They must have monetized yeah. that or something. Who knows? Um, but yeah, that's uh, if I did that in my job. Failed to notice yeah. something turned male. <laughs> Killed two, something two else. Max, two Max attacked each other. <laughs> yeah. Just ripped each other to shreds. Like, oh, um, so all this time, like, they're, they're bringing up Dren. Um, and as, like we said before, there's a, a very a vibe of parents going through the motions of bringing up a child. They're struggling to feed it. Uh, it has a temperature at one point. They're teaching it chess or Scrabble or something. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Lots of this kind of things. And there's one point in particular where she's really ill. She's got high fever. Um, oh, yeah. And then Adrian Brody uh, shoves her into a sink full of water. Um, and, I mean, obviously he's trying to kill her. Um, I think he's like, the experiment's gone too far. This has to end now. Yeah. Um, destroy our creation now. But uh, she can breathe underwater. She's like amphibious. And um, mm. Sarah Polly's like, you did know, didn't you, that you weren't trying to kill any? And he like, this is like the most obvious, like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah, of course I knew. And he's got a gun there, just loading it. <laughs> yeah. I think, she, yeah, she's also bulletproof, I think. Let's test to see if her brain's bulletproof, because I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's bulletproof. Yeah. Pretty sure. Oh. Yeah, so that's pretty brutal. But then, <laughs> but then we kind of get quite another big jump, where they like move to this farm, don't they? They take Elsa there. Is this around about now? Yeah, um, it's a uh, Sarah Polly's old farm, um, where she yeah, grew up. But she didn't tell Clive about. It. He's like, you didn't tell me you had a farm. He's like, wow. Didn't think you'd be interested, mate. Seems like all you're interested in is a uh, splicing DNA. <laughs> And having yeah. the same hair as your brother. Yeah. It does look good. Yeah. Having hair and my brother. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of upkeep. Um so there's a lot of like character development that's just kind of shoved in there for Sarah Polly's character. Like there's this farm and there's a bedroom where um they there's like just a mattress on the floor or something, and he says, I thought you said your mum didn't change anything and she says, She didn't, this is this is how my life was. And he's kind of trying to bring up this whole broken mother-daughter vibe from her, which I guess just to introduce the concept of her, of the stuff that she starts to do to um, Dren, or her relationship to Dren. I don't know if it really works completely. I don't know. It, doesn't, yeah. it feels a little bit forced to me. It does feel a bit, a bit forced, yeah. And... Yeah, it didn't quite hit home, and it was kind of stuff that stuff that I guess I wasn't particularly interested in either. It yeah. didn't feel like earth yeah, enough, yeah. I guess. It feels a bit like when you have a plot in mind and you're trying to fit the characters into the plot rather than you know working with the the characters and sort of making the plot around what the characters would naturally be like and naturally do. It feels like he's trying to force them to go through these. Uh, these steps and character traits to, to just so they can sort of introduce these things that happen later on, like the tail maiming scene. I think they were like, Oh, that'd be a, a crazy moment. Let's um, yeah. kind of force that into this character. I don't know. It felt like that to me a little bit, but yeah, because some of her actions don't necessarily feel like her character would have been capable of them because yeah. the fact that she kind of starts off as the most caring motherly one. And then she ends up, basically being the one who's like we need to we need to kill her yeah uh, but very quickly feel, it doesn't feel like yeah pretty quickly it doesn't feel like a, cha- a change in her attitude that was earned i guess yeah like if they if they did go back to that later on uh and have even though you know she's turns into a, a killer um and then she was still protective of dren i think it, it would kind of make more sense there but I don't know. She's a bit. She's flip flopping a bit too easily. Flip flopping. Yeah. So Dren is obviously starting to show sort of dangerous behaviour. Like she kills an animal when they first get to the farm, 
And then later on, there's a bit where she kills a cat. She like stings it. Does yeah. she sting it and then like eat it? Or what does she do? I can't remember. She <laughs> well, so she likes it at first, but then yeah. um, Sarah Polly takes it away because she's worried about her having this animal for some reason. Um, but then when she gives it back to her, Dran kills the cat as a sort of defiant act, I think. Because she's stuck in the house yeah, all day. Yeah. She's stuck in the, the locker Yeah, so it. she's definitely getting bored. Like She wants to go out, doesn't she? She's not she? a PlayStation. She's not got <laughs> phone. What do you expect? He's not... He's just like, I'm dead bored. I ain't got a bloody clue what's going on here. Yeah. Had uh, enough. Adrian Brody comes back and uh, uh, he's like dancing with her at one point. Yeah, there's some weird bit where he's dancing to like, what is it, like jazz from the 20s or, yeah. or something. Again, again, I was thinking he'd put on 30 Seconds to Mars, Hawthorne <laughs> Heights. Maybe uh, a little, maybe a little some mosh pit in the Funeral for a friend, something like that. That's what he'd put on. There's no way he's into jazz. Yeah, <laughs> there's no ways into jazz. She looks at him. She's looking at him with that hair, going, "Jazz, really?" Yeah. So yeah, he's having a bit of a dance with her, and she's kind of, you can see this like there's like a doe-eyed look in, um, on Dren's face, which is kind of like you could tell she's starting we, to. He's like, "Did we put doe DNA in her? I don't remember." <laughs> <laughs> That's what explained the Bambi legs as well. Oh yeah, doe eyes, Bambi legs. Um, yeah. So yeah, she's obviously starting to. Develop some sort of admiration for Adrian Brody's character. Mm-hmm. I guess it's it's a weird one. So initially, it's like father figure, maybe, but then obviously, very soon, we realise that she's she wants to have it off with him, essentially. Which yeah. Is a bit. He notices as well. Uh, he's like, your eyes are quite far apart. Wait, she put Sarah put her DNA in the in the mix. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, was that how he worked it out? He was it just by looking in her eyes. I can't even remember. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, that didn't quite make sense to me. I was like, what? So obviously Elsa used her own DNA as the human side of when they spliced things. Yeah. And she's like, you're playing God, you're going crazy, what are you doing? It's almost like, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because they can't have kids, can't they? They don't ever say, we can't have kids. They don't ever say that. They're not married. No. They're just it's, mates. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> this does seem like the behavior like if they established early on that the characters that they couldn't have kids and yeah, now Elsa sense. was using yeah. her own DNA to create like a human animal hybrid it would kind of make more sense and that and those themes of parenthood and stuff would kind of have a bit more impact but the fact that they can just have kids but they just went we're kind of lazy we just want the kid to grow up straight away <laughs> can't be dealing with the, yeah. with the night feeds and the all that stuff terrible twos we want more like terrible, terrible two minutes and then on to the next. more like terrible two minutes, but that was our work as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is, I mean, this is the moment really where I think it's going to put a lot of people off or put a lot of people on to the to the movie. You like, never know. People might be into this. People are like this. People might be like, so this is what I'm into. <laughs> no, this is this is who I am. I finally know. Oh, hello, yeah. sailor. So <laughs> Adrian is into it for some reason. And like into the idea of, of being with Dren now. And then Sarah they have an argument, Sarah disappears for a bit. I keep calling her Sarah, can't remember her name. He Elsa. removes not long after not long after the cat kill, she removes yeah. uh Dren's stinger as well. Oh um, yes, yeah, there's the maiming thing, yeah. And then and then she like uses that stinger to somehow synthesize the protein that her and Clive have been studying researching for this whole time. So she's like, Finally we've we've made some progress but Bish, bash bosh. At what cost? Yeah. 
So in the Wikipedia um, explanation, in the Wikipedia plot, sorry, it says Dren overwhelms Clive with pheromones before they get down to it. I did. Fit, I did wonder about that, but I'm not too sure if that's if it's sold in that. Maybe it's supposed to be a little bit open, but mm. I don't know. Maybe that's true. Um, it's not obvious. Yeah. I didn't necessarily think it was necessarily that. I just thought Adrian Brody has just gone full pervert. Not the character, Adrian Brody. (laughs) Adrian Brody. (laughs) It's almost like, first of all, it feels a bit not like him in terms of what we've established as his character. The fact that he would cross over that line of not only science, but I guess... I guess they're, they're like a family unit. That's what feels kind of strange. It feels like they're a family unit and they're everyone's kind of losing control in their own ways. And the fact that he does this, unless it was more obvious that he was pheromoned, yeah. then I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I think this should have been like a... She should have... <laughs> should have a little, little trump for pheromones or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, she should have... I don't know. Something should have happened where he kind of went... He's like, is that me? Oh. I think it does. it does a yeah. hell of a lot to completely dislodge any any like feeling yeah. for this character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I it's think like, well, all bets are off now, just kill him or whatever. You know, you kind of feel like a little plume of gas. A little plume of gas. He kind of hovered like... towards her like she was a pie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then the awful moment is that obviously Elsa catches him in the act. That's embarrassing, isn't it? That is proper <laughs> embarrassing. That's like beyond embarrassing. That's like Jesus Christ, that's awful. Of all the times that that could have happened. How could you? I mean, he he doesn't even seem that bothered. And I would, you you wouldn't be able to look at her again. (laughs) He's not making excuses for it. He kind of he chases after. He um, never mentions the pheromones once. No, you'd go pheromones. I got pheromones, (laughs) and then he chases after her. And in my head, he's got his trousers around his ankles. I don't know if he has. (laughs) Has he got his trousers around his ankles? I hope so. He kind of he's stumbles, slips into the ice, bone her first yeah. as she as she drives well, off. He's definitely the kind of guy who wears skinny jeans as well. So I imagine he had quite a <laughs> quite an issue getting him up. Like, yeah. wait, wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run after and he you. He was running after the Bambi legs. He slipped on the ice. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, I don't know. It feels like a bit of a bit of a wrong turn for this film to take, but maybe it needed to because again, from I, I think you're on, right. I think if if he, if it was more evident that he got pheromoned, it would make more sense. Yes. For the, They'd if, be like, oh, what else yeah. is this terrifying beast capable of? You know what I mean? Yeah. Again, just a little... Is <laughs> <laughs> we that you? We were in VR the other night uh, with Skip, and he... I think it's sometimes easy to forget that you're in VR. And you're like, yeah. should I, he said, he's like, oh, who farted? <laughs> He was like, <laughs> obviously at home alone, not actually in the room with anyone else. <laughs> oh, right. <okay. laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Um, that. So then, uh, oh yeah, so they go back to the lab. Things are going to work out okay for their jobs because they've made the protein. Mm. Although I think the boss is suspicious. <clears throat> and, um, Adrian Brady's like, look, I'm, uh, I did what I did, um, but you maimed her, and then she seems to suddenly realise, oh, I maimed, essentially her daughter, um, mm. 
there's a lot of stuff here where they're talking about Elsa never wanted a normal child because of her fear of losing control. And she's just like she wanted to raise one as an experiment to see if she could have a child and then eventually, yeah, actually have a child. Just get, um, like I said, Tamagotchi. Just experiment with that first. If you like it, Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo. Yeah. If you like it, have a baby. <laughs> get Sims on the go. Um, so now I think around about this point, they just realize we've taken it too far. We need to kill Dren. Poor old Dren. Um, and around about this point, like there's one of their superiors has discovered that there's human DNA in the samples that no, they were they given. Say they're going to just kill Dren. Like, I think they, they said they point. decide that, really. That seems they more harsh. We need than to kind of kill him. Anything previously. They're like, yeah, it's gone around way about... too far. She's now a fully grown adult who's got her own feelings and emotions. And now loves jazz. To... <laughs> loves jazz. Uh, now it's time to kill her. That's weird. Yeah. It's a bit weird. But yeah, her superior turn, turns up at the at the barn with the brother. And he's like, yeah, I've brought him here because, you know, we just need to stop. Um, but then Elsa says... That Dren is already dead because that, yeah, that's right. Because around about this time, they they like find her and they think she's dead, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they think she's dead, so they bury her. Half but, um, she, yeah. she wasn't dead, she was just metamorphosizing into that guy into, from Prison Break. Into the <laughs> <laughs> well, with, all the, with all the prison like plans on his back. <laughs> I meant the other one. He looks well, she looks like oh, the other one, like a, bit like a bit the of both, actually. Yeah, she looks, she looks like the third she brother, like the vampire in Blade <laughs> Trinity. He, he, yeah, Dracula, he plays Dracula. Yeah, that's it, Dracula. Oh, yeah, he does. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> uh, was it Blade Trinity or Blade, yeah, Blade Trinity? Oh, Blade Trinity yeah. Yeah. oh Jesus, oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. Um, so that. so it basically this final part of the film just turns into like a monster movie. Where there's a flying Jeepers Creepers like creature swooping down, taking people off into the darkness, Nutty killing people. people. It's like a right brute, like taking people like off. Right and we're yeah, standing yeah, knife on one end, fighting <laughs> <laughs> yeah, larger yeah. in the other. <laughs> Come on. So he like kills that Barlow. He kills Barlow and the brother. Is it Barlow? That must be a must be a Dracula reference. Gary Barlow. <laughs> must be a take that reference. It must be a take that. <laughs> whatever I said, whatever. <laughs> Get out of it, Gary. And then it it rapes Elsa, doesn't it? It's weird. Again, it's weird that this bit isn't quite kind of remembered as like the key, one of the key moments in this film. But it does like rape or at least try to rape Elsa. Well, it does because she has the baby at the end. She has the. the oh, yeah, what I'm talking pregnant. about. <laughs> Forgot about that. Forgot about that as well. So Dran has um, sex. With both of her like, parents. Jesus. It's strange. I mean, if you've seen that film, uh, Predestination. Oh, I can't talk about it, actually, because it's a great Wait. film. And there's, this would be a massive spoiler to even suggest okay. what I'm going to talk about. Um, but that's a, great film. that's a great film. Um, Is that the Gaspar Noy film? Uh, no, 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 I'm you... thinking of someone else. I'm thinking of someone else. I'm thinking of the... <laughs> The one in the alleyway. Uh, yeah, I've not, I've not seen that actually. Monica Bellucci. What's it called? Can't remember. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> yeah, so Clive like attacks Dren to save Elsa, um, but then Dren and like Clive are having a bit of 
back and forth. But Elsa tries to intervene. She's about to kill Dren, but she hesitates, doesn't she? And uh, Dren kills Clive. Yeah. Stings at the arse. <laughs> yeah, one final shot at the arse. One final, the, one the final sting at the arse. <laughs> yeah. Ask for doing me, and I'll do you. And Elsa does kill Dren. How does she kill him? Smushes. Rock on the head? Smushes, yeah. Yeah. Smushes the later. Yeah. And then the sort of final part is so Elsa gets informed that Dren's body contained numerous compounds which the company has managed to develop into various things I guess vaccines etc so Dren's existence and death wasn't for nothing um, and then Joan offers Elsa like some money like a, something to sign oh, and some money for the baby or something and then, and then Elsa stands up and it's clear that she's at the duff got a bun in the oven uh, what else? Yeah, and then this one's like, "Is it a girl or a boy?" <laughs> She's like, <laughs> "Is it a girl or a boy?" Yeah, well, wow, could be either, could be both, will Depends, be both. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's it, and Elsa accepts it, which sets up the much more exciting and action-packed Splice Two. Apparently, there was going to be a Splice Two. Is oh. that? But it never happened, or something. Else. I mean, it definitely I didn't so. happen. But I, someone was saying that there's supposed to be a sequel. Ah. Oh. Well, there we go. Okay, some trivia. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, First question for you. Where did Vincenzo Natali first get the idea for the film? It's a famous science image. And then he was like, ooh, splice. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, a famous science image. Yeah, you'll know what I mean. Um, Is it that one with the guy like that and all the arms and the oh, no. legs? <laughs> <Not that one. laughs> um, is it a, think of a, a lab experiment with Dolly thing, the things being spliced that was a good guess but it's not that it's um, Dolly the clone sheep think more spliced than, than more clone. spliced um, I'll give you one of the animals in the splice oh up. a liger um, no, that's another good guess. <laughs> All right, you, there might be a lot of these. <laughs> it's uh, the mouse with the human ear growing on its back. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Good times. That's my favorite. That's my favorite science. That's my favorite <laughs> what's, science. What's your favorite science? Is, wait, favorite is that what you do at home sometimes? My favorite yeah. one to do at home. That's um, my favorite science. Get an ear on it. Get an ear on a mouse. <laughs> get an ear on it. Right it's like a, get home, an ear on it's a, like a kid's Whoosh. home Hasbro Whoosh. box set. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear about that man who like grew a penis on his arm recently? <laughs> on purpose? What this is mean? true. So a man um <laughs> a little bit of a side note, but a man a side uh, penis. lost lost his genitalia to sepsis. Yeah. I don't really know what happened. So in uh, a severe sepsis infection caused the loss of his genitalia. And he's the first man to have a bionic penis grafted onto his arm. Wait, why so is basically it? it's growing on his arm. Why is it bionic? I think... <laughs> What's going <laughs> yeah, on? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, why is it bionic? It says, bi- it says bionic like that. Uh, or maybe it's like, oh, it's And if it's bionic, why does that have to be on his arm first? Can't it go straight on? So the... he's elated. Intended he's elated to miss? have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> says he's elated to have a chance at a new start. And he hopes it would boost his self confidence as well as enable him things, simple things to do like go to the loo. Because currently he ain't had a piss in ten years. 
that... <laughs> he's like, well, what can he go now? Is he's got one on his arm? Well, I guess they're going to graft the penis onto onto his body, onto his genitals. It's already on his body. <laughs> yeah. There's so many things I don't know about. Like, what's going on with this? Anyway, this experiment. is true. This is the plot. This is the plot. This wasn't included in the uh, the home science kit thing. No, no. Dry ice, yeah. ear on mouse, <laughs> ear on mouse, penis on arm. Um, it's all interesting stuff. Um, okay. Uh, can't wait to see what we get next. So this and what of a penis on mouse. This and what of a dark castle films. Uh, there's like uh, we're verified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. There's not that many Dark Castle films. This and which of a Dark Castle film were verified fresh? Any of the ones that we've discussed recently? Well done, eh? Um... Uh, <laughs> Jesus, verified fresh. I can't even think of any. The only ones I can think of are Thirteen, 13 Ghosts, Ghost Ship, and House on Haunted Hill. Any of those? Do you want the answer? Is it any of those? Uh, 13 <laughs> Ghosts. 13 Ghosts is my guess. Uh, the answer is none of the Dark Castle films were verified fresh. This is the only film oh. that's verified fresh. The other ones are all verified Maybe. rotten. <laughs> verified as rotten. Have you uh, been verified as rotten? You have now. I was yeah. thinking maybe Orphan. Uh, that's, that's, that's a Dark Castle film. That's another one I need to see. Again. Yeah. Need to see again. Okay. Number three. Um, what turned grey during the shoot? What turned grey? filming. Yeah, something turned grey. Was it Adrian Brody's Jared Leto hair? Um, close. It was actually Vincenzo and Italy's hair turned grey during filming. Apparently, it's because it was such a grueling shoot. Jesus Christ! Imagine that. <laughs> I'm off to film Splash. I'm off to film Splash. See you later. <laughs> Walk out the door like I come back. You um, walked out like got... Brian Cox. You came home we'll like the other Brian, Brian Cox. Cox. <laughs> yeah, absolutely um, mugged off. Yeah. So number four. Um, can you name what animals were spliced with dread? What animals were in that mix? Thinking about this earlier. So it was got to be a frog. There's always a frog mm, in there. No. Something amphibian. Not amphibian. Well, um, there is something amphibian, but... Lizard. Close. Uh, it's close enough. Salamander. Yeah. Sal- salamander. Uh, anything else? Uh, there was one, two, three, four, five, six of the things. So you've got salamander... Ah. Right now, it's just 100% salamander. You need to dilute it with other... Kangaroos? Animals. Yeah, yeah. It was actually kangaroo. Yeah. I'm just kind of joking because of his weird legs. Um, what else? Moth? <laughs> <laughs> What's the wings? Uh, it's not actually that specific with the wings. It's just a, a whole type of animal. What oh. type of animal has wings? <laughs> Insect. Bird. Bird. Yeah, bird. bird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of all the animals that fly. We... <laughs> yeah. I told you my brain's not working today. My brain is not I hope it's I hope this is just temporary and I don't wake up tomorrow and be, and I'm the same. Uh um, keep going. Yeah. In fact there's a whole other type of animal. This is one that is underwater. Fish. Yeah. Fish. There's a whole other type of animal that runs. <laughs> runs. Rabbit. Close. <laughs> Hare. 
Bigger. Cheetah. Bigger. Bigger than that. Uh, oh, horse. Big. Yeah, horse. Okay, you got two more. <laughs> oh, horse. What were they playing at? <laughs> some of, are some of these needed? That's tr- like, what's a horse adding to that? Maybe that's the where the butt head thing comes from. I don't know. Where, where's the butt head coming from? <laughs> Is there any anything like insect wise? No. No. That'd be um, too fly, I guess. Too much fly. Uh, so there's two more. Um, are they both ma- mammal? Uh, one is a mammal. The other one is a fish. Another kind of fish. <laughs> we already have fish. So I don't know why. <laughs> Octopus. Well, it's, it's along the, that line. It's like it's not. I mean, there is a Squid. fish. It is a fish, but it's it's different enough. Oh, think about the stinger. There you go. Jellyfish. Close, but not quite the right kind of stinger. <laughs> uh, oh wait, um, stingray. Yeah, stingray. Yeah. And That's the last weird. one. This is, is mad. A... I'd just be like looking at their notes, going, "What are you playing at? What is this? This is mental. What's, yeah. Why is this good?" And what's the last one? Sorry, a mammal. It's a bit of a trick question. The last one is human. Ah. 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 Could have been guess. I was going to say gorilla. <laughs> um, yeah, that's mental. Like, you look at that list and you go, this is bizarre. What's, what are you playing at? Cancel this research right now. You're going to create something horrible. And I mean, if you were going to make one, if you were going to make a splice, what yeah. kind of thing would you put in there? Uh, a man and a horse. Centaur. Okay. <laughs> it's so quick. Splice, splice to such it. a degree that it's got two bodies. When you think about it, it's not like half and half. Just it's one like, man and one horse. Look at it. It's just eighty percent. <laughs> <laughs> but you think of a centaur, it's a whole horse except for the head, and then yeah. a, and then like half a human. Yeah. So it's like it's mad. I, it I like mad. the idea of it. A centaur. I don't think it'd be quite that evenly spread. I mean, I think you've got to get dog, cat. Yeah, perfect animal. <laughs> like you just need like cat dog. Remember that dog? Remember that cartoon? Yeah, cat I don't dog. know. They have no bums. So we had no bums. I could have. Here's a good question for you. If you're thinking about <laughs> having sex with spliced animals, I wasn't thinking centaur, that. <laughs> when a well, we discussed it. I know you were thinking about it, especially with a cat dog. Especially with a cat dog. Think about how, how would a centaur have sex because the horse would like mount something, but then yeah. the human body would be like all the way over it. <laughs> Just kind of have to hold a magazine. Me. Just have to read a magazine. Lean right back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to have sex with a centaur. Uh, no, I don't think that's true. Yeah. I'm sure there's like a ton of people who really do want to have sex. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a little look on Reddit. Adrian Brody, we know what he's into. Oh Jesus Christ, he's into everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so I need to break the film. Yeah. Oh, should I go first? I'm going to go first. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't like it as much as I expected to because I, I kind of held it quite high in quite high regards in my head before I watched it again. Um, it's still enjoyable. It's still kind of creepy. This is the thing. We haven't really f- spoke about it in terms of it being a horror movie. Right? This is kind of just a weird sci-fi thing. But I guess it, it only really gives horror oh, maybe movie. Maybe in the, in the Frankenstein the, sense. Yeah. 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 Um, but I think... I'd have to only go for a B, no, no, a C plus, a C plus. I think okay. I can't go any more than that. Yeah, I, I was going for a C as well. 
I don't know. I, I, don't, I actually, I would would definitely stick this on over other films. Like it is quite an interesting film, and the visuals are quite quite well done. Two thousand nine. I think some of the special effects now, thinking about it, are quite good. Like the yeah. the, the face and the um the way they sort of her eyes are so mm-hmm. wide apart. Yeah, and how they did that. Um, and it, it's kind of it's got it's enough it's interesting enough to sort of watch and sort of be kind of grossed out at times and and um and be into on that side of it. But I don't think it quite comes together as as a as a good movie. It doesn't quite work, but it is a very interesting one. Um, mm. yeah. So I go over C. Very nice. What did I say? C plus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, we'll C sharp. Let's leave, let's leave it at that. C sharp. Cool. Cool. Um, nice one. Right. Have we, have we, do we know what we're doing next? Uh, well, we've still got a couple that we were going to do that that we still need to kind of tackle. So I don't know how you feel about How do you feel about doing Fright Night? That was yeah. one of them on the list. Yeah, I like that film. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe I don't. That's a good shout. Maybe, maybe you don't. The, we'll have a little look. Yeah. Yeah. Because as I said, I made a little list of stuff that we kind of still some classics that we still have well, classics, but you know what I mean, that we still haven't covered. So there's still a few on that list. Yeah. Fright Night's one of them. So should we do that next? Yeah. Sounds good, man. Very nice. Cool. All right. It. So if you enjoyed the show, please consider becoming a patron over at patreon.com forward slash Hawk and Cleaver. Thanks to Kovac Cowman for our theme music. Thanks to Acast for hosting the show. Uh, thanks to the listeners. If you enjoyed the show, please consider rating and reviewing join the Facebook group or any advisors. And uh, yeah, thanks for going Thank you very much, Lee. Thank you so much. <laughs> right. Bye-bye. Bye. Next time. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.